0: and welcome to another episode of at war the podcast by the conflict law center today i am very very happy to have with us dr sadia zahoor who is a policy expert in non-traditional security at the strategic policy planning cell at the national security division and also our future isi chief thank you so much for being here today (laughs) um so i wanted to start by asking you we are conducting this podcast straight after our Women in Security Roundtable. So do you think that it is important to have more women work in this field? I know we were just having a bit of a to and fro about the lack of looking at this from a gender lens. But in Pakistan, what perspectives do you think that women can bring to the table which are different from what men can bring?
1: Thank you, Aisha, for having me. Um, Well, I think during during the roundtable and generally also I recognize that uh, it's not about the gender alone. But if you're having women from diverse societies, only then they will bring something new to the table. Yeah. So I, uh, if I'm uh, from Islamabad and, you know, there's a male colleague who has a similar uh, upbringing, similar sort of, uh, you know, uh, situation at home and everything uh, I would probably agree with them more mm-hmm. and think like them more than you know in, in comparison to a female colleague coming from Balochistan or Narcissan uh, and until unless you have that diversity in you know not only in terms of uh, your gender but also the backgrounds only then you will have women with the different perspectives yeah, yeah. because it's, it's, it's the background or, or their situation or upbringing that brings the mm-hmm. difference so uh, for example you know uh, not talking about the uh, skills we work so much on um, IHL, um, International Humanitarian Law, and we have uh, worked so much with the people in, the, uh, in Lahore, Karachi, and Islamabad. Uh, how people uh, of Karachi think about IHL? And how the people in Lahore and Samba uh, see oh, IHL. Really? so okay. Because they have been through, uh, people in Karachi have been through this urban violence. Yeah. So they can relate to those issues. And right. now imagine that when you are teaching somebody in Pesh- Peshawar mm. or or from uh, uh, your former FATA areas or uh, Balochistan, now mm. they have a different perspective. Uh, and they think about situations that they have faced. Uh, yeah. And they understand what non-state actors uh, and the power they can have over the area. Uh, and so... Th- so my point yeah. is that when you come from a different background, a particular background, that, that gives you certain sort of perspective into issues. Mm. So gender, obviously, um, is a, just because I am a female doesn't mean that I understand everything that women go through uh, across Pakistan or across the world. Um, but uh, having said that, um, you know, the representation these national security institutions are so underrepresented uh, in terms of gender. Um, and now we're talking about the female, but the national security also also talk about the transgenders uh, and their yeah. representation and making sure that they have equal opportunities uh, at workplace and the safety and security in both in private and public life. Uh, but right now we are talking about women. The, we have seen that uh, they are in periphery uh, of national security, whether the think tanks or strategic communities. You have more females, uh, but uh, women in the government sectors, uh, in the military intelligence, um, especially at the higher level and policy making level and decision making level, you have far uh, few women. Um, And again, that's more of a structural issue. Uh, because obviously, uh, less women going to school, yeah. le- uh, less opportunities for them to have uh, higher education, um, and uh, and that's why uh, probably uh, you will see less women in uh, all the profession. and And the women who are getting education, they get education in a specific uh, uh, areas. For example, in in Pakistan, women are considered to be um, far more safer. Uh, n- you know, professional uh, prospects if they are, or, or even if the personal prospects if they are doctors, for example. Right. Uh, yeah. Or um, and you know, a lot of women want to teach at the primary level or the kindergarten because you know that gives them the flexibility mm-hmm. uh, to be at home or or you know yeah, pursue their other yeah. interests. Uh, not every uh, female is in, uh, interested in doing to nine to five or nine to nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, and then you know there are professions which are more established like uh, a legal profession, for example, and you see a lot of women not from like last 10, 20 years but women are in the law, legal profession in subcontinent even before the independence mm. uh, unfortunately or fortunately in, uh, or unfortunately in national security paradigm um, the 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 career path is not very clear mm. so you don't know what you can be so y- you made this uh, joke about me being in the um, isi chief in future so uh, because we cannot think of a uh, can this lead me to uh, for example today i'm a policy expert tomorrow can i be an nsa yeah. will there ever be a, PAC- a female nsa in pakistan yeah. uh, will i ever be an intelligence chief will the civilian ever be an intelligence chief and that to a female but what about but, but the um, female military official uh reaching that level uh these are the questions that you know ask and and because we don't have clear answers to that mm. uh we uh, and we tend to have lesser women because they don't know where they'll end up sorry but i want to add one more thing Um, It's also people don't understand what national security is, because if you think about national security in a very, very uh, military sense, a very intelligent sense, then, you know, then, you know, um, women uh, think differently. Um, And as you mentioned, and, you know, there's a study in America for the young girls where they have asked them how they explain national security. And they said uh, men in black because right, yes. that was the influence yeah, yeah, yeah. of the movie influence and the yeah. drama influence and people think that intelligence is all about men and you know doing operations and you know so, um
0: whereas so many women in history have been spies yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're much better and again in it. the subcontinent
1: yeah. we have a uh history of spy female spies within uh a, a subcontinent yeah and you know even in islamic history and uh but uh women don't know what it and, and to be honest generally uh, when young, you meet younger people they don't know what it entails mm. to national security so for example I am not an intelligence person I am not uh, working on the military intelligence or civilian yeah. intelligence I am working on the international law yeah. so uh, for example now that national security is so wide um, that we will probably talk about it later but um, if you are a, let's say a good coder you are a cyber security expert you yeah. are needed in the national security yeah. uh, and yeah. you can contribute into that um, or, and uh, for example if you're a climate expert or you work on a climate security you 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 are needed uh, a national security um so uh, women are needed but um but but it's how you explain national security mm-hmm. and help you uh, teach your younger generation um or inspire them yeah. um to to see na- national security in a wider perspective yeah
0: and i think that is very important um So when I was organizing or telling everyone I was going to organize this roundtable, everyone was like, but this is exactly what you have criticized for years, which is like gendering of every single thing. And I find it very annoying, especially when we're um, a, a question I was asked was, what about the women who are affected in Kashmir? And I'm like, women are affected in Kashmir. There's sexual violence There's all of that stuff mainly it is against men and boys like the papa torture centers they are young boys often who are tortured and sexually tortured as well men are disappeared men are killed in war so when we're looking at the impact of women in war like even the impact of women in drone strikes i'm like but the men are the ones who die like did they die though (laughs) is my question to what happens to men and also um So I I dislike that and I dislike the fact that women are viewed as this homogenous entity, which is that they're all the same. They're all going to have the same opinions. I have no idea what it's like to be a poor woman in Pakistan. I have no idea. I carry my privilege in every probably fiber. You You can read class in this country the way you can't read it anywhere else. And the issue is that I should not be speaking for women in Pakistan right that diversity of opinion and exactly yeah. like you said a man educated the same as me i'm gonna have the same i'm gonna yeah. parrot the same opinions he is but how do you get that diversity and i'm like i do want to I, I want to like how can we start to do that can we start to do that through through a gender lens and i'm like maybe let's see let's see if we can do that but especially in terms in terms of national security The issue with women in national security is that they become very militaristic. There's something about that power. And I do think that women are inherently more narcissistic than men. So I worry about them more Mm -hmm. (laughs) in those terms. So what is it is the trappings of power which are the issue. Um, and so, how how do we defeat that with this this idea of women being nurturing and diplomatic and stuff, which I think is there until you get to that point. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe let's work on it until you get to that height. I don't know.
1: I uh, I was um, so my background is like really. Within international law, I have uh, worked on different aspects. And for for the longest time, i worked on international humanitarian law and taught people about peace and, you know, professionality and Mm. distinction and everything. And in the last four years, probably I have a little less humanitarian in my approach. Uh, But do I I don't care about women and children anymore or vulnerable communities or uh, mass killings or genocide? No, absolutely not. Yeah. but, but, what I do understand is that well, you have to defend your country, and if somebody will attack, you have to defend your country and mm. protect your country mm. and you and, and that is something that is a basic lesson of international law. you have yeah. to protect your sovereignty and territorial integrity so if if that's through the uh, you know diplomacy, if through negotiation for peaceful methods, I'm all for it
0: mm. but if yeah. if it comes
1: to uh, you know other means uh, you have to to prepare for that
0: and I think I think that is I mean maybe it's not right to call it the trappings of of power, it's, and just, more the, just, it's just the, the,
1: it's just the, the requirement of the, the, jo- yeah. right. the job, yeah, and the job. You know, when I'm teaching, I'm not, I'm. There's no need for me to think how, how, like you know, you can be, you can make your military more stronger, or you know, yeah. uh, you can what type of weapons are more uh, appropriate for a particular operation. That's not my job as yeah. an academic. Yeah, uh, and you know, I can work more, think about more of it as an advocate and activist. You know, thinking about peace mm. and And I still talk about that. You know, um, what is. Um, and nobody knows it better than you know uh, a soldier that that what what can do uh, you know because that they are on the front line and they understand that yeah. but uh, but the only difference is that when you are an academic or an advocate or activist you think uh, that you believe in peace mm. and the opponent will believe in peace as well but you know and, and I'm not talking about a particular country or a region or situation I'm just saying generally. You can you can think about peace. You can walk through towards peace, but you have to have an equal partner who is willing to talk about peace. Yes, so yeah. when I'm in that situation, when I am that decision maker, when I am that policy maker, or I I'm not, but if I can influence that policy maker yeah. and I come to that position, and if I am pos- I am a decision maker, uh, I I will I still understand the importance of peace. I will still understand the importance of international humanitarian law of uh, uh, not using ma- weapons of mass destruction. But if my enemy forced me hmm. um, uh, to 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 do stuff that, you know, I have to protect my country, I will do that. Will I still be an aggressor? Uh, mm-hmm. I would never like to be aggressor, whether I am a, I'm working as an academic, I'm a researcher, I'm an international organization or, or even in the government. But uh, I think it's just that the need of the, it's, it's just not a gender thing. It's not a yeah. power thing. It's just the requirement you, of job. It's about the requirement of the job.
0: And you think that you wouldn't react in any way differently to a man? When the need of the hour comes.
1: I, I think I, I've uh, told you this before, even um we started this. Um, I would, I, when I, whenever, I'm, whenever I have an issue in front of me, I think more as an international law expert. Okay. Whether UN Security Council resolutions against this, mm. for this, uh, is there a way in international law to justify this mm. uh, or to defend this? Uh, because I'm trained that way, but so it it is more of a so the, the lens is my training is an international lawyer yeah. or a student of international law, but not as a. Uh, b- b- so, for example, if you have to negotiate a treaty with a country. Mm. Um, gender is not an important element there mm-hmm. uh, wh- what will be good for my country in my understanding at that given point in time and yeah. in those circumstances remember that you know they were not w- working in ideal situation we have to uh, we have this policy constraints you know mm-hmm. and um and you know it's not just that pakistan is going through a, a particular phase everywhere uh, in the world you have certain constraints that you have to operate within that yeah. so uh, it given in the given situation uh, with the given resources, with the given uh, whatever knowledge you have, mm. uh, you will try to do the best for your country. Uh, and I, I don't think so. Um, I will think as a female. But I tell you, when when I do think as a female, for example, you know, when I'm talking about data protection laws, and I remember um, I made those uh, interventions on behalf of my office and the last point i added was, uh, which was my personal point that you know make sure that the language of the law is gender neutral okay. so that, that that's what the, probably that's the point that only a female can make but okay. but 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 then i know so many lawyers uh, uh, male lawyers who would say the same thing mm. given the opportunity yeah uh, but but those are things that you know and, and for example i would still uh, always uh, call out people if they have a uh manual uh i when i work within uh, national security if there is anything that we are organizing or we are um going to uh, i will tell them mm. i will just like request everybody that you know have a woman and not not just as as a like a um not just as a filler. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm invited to the That's panels the and when I I'm just like the only female, uh, yeah. yeah, and I'm the only female, then I always have this thought, maybe I'm just the filler. Uh, I'm just the token mm-hmm. uh, representation of the female and not because I'm good enough to be part of that panel. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that, that is a... Those, the type of uh, conversations that I have, and that yeah. has nothing to do with uh, national security. Even uh, when I work in other work in other places, mm. or I if I will work in other other places yeah. in the future, uh, I will say, do the same. Yeah. Um, so
0: I find I find that tokenistic representation yeah. of women very annoying. Yeah, um, we at one point we hired IHL fellows. And we were hiring four, and I was just like, okay, we're gonna have two guys, two girls done, right? Even before the interview stage, hadn't seen their applications, hadn't seen their CVs. I was like, okay, we're gonna make this balanced. In the end, I hired four guys. And um, so the director was like, could you not find a woman to hire? And I was like, no. I couldn't find a woman to hire. The women came and talked about human, they were very good. They came and talked about human rights. I was like, I cannot hire you as an IHL fellow if you're not interested in my subject. The men came, they would talk about Palestine. They would talk about, oh, I see Kashmir on the news. I don't know what the law is, that applies. I wanna know this, Russia, Ukraine. I was like, at the minimum, you need to be interested in my subject. If you're not, even if you are, you know, like, Pulitzer Prize winner I don't I can't hire you it doesn't make any sense to me and so it the the idea of like okay I oppose manuals. I'm like but if there isn't a woman there isn't a woman you know even when I'm doing podcasts like I was saying this to I asked so many women they don't come on and mm-hmm. so I'm like I'm left hiring uh, I'm left interviewing men and people are making comments about oh you you only interview these like elite men from these social circles and I'm like they agree to come on they agreed to come on so what am I meant to do just sit here and not and wait for a woman to say yes like no that's that's not how it's gonna happen but, right uh,
1: sorry Aisha I have to I agree with everything you said but um, earlier in the in the round table they have a discussion about justice Aisha yeah and uh, the question about the competence uh, and everything is a fair when you know you uh, when you aspire to be at a position people will uh, go back and check your degrees and universities mm. and your thesis and your research uh, opinions and everything um, recently I've uh, uh, seen on Twitter uh, about her divorce uh, mm. her personal life mm-hmm. and that's the problem you know when you are yeah. so when when I come into podcast my worry is not how I'm speaking because I know that You know, what I'm saying, I have a reason to say that. Mm. Might be wrong, but I have a reason to. If you will ask me, if you ask for the clarification, I have the reason why I'm saying this. But if you will tell me that I'm looking ugly, I'm fat, I'm, you know, dark, I have uh, spots on my face. Mm. And I've been through that. When mm. I was in a job position, the females have been telling me, why don't you go to a dermatologist? Because, you know, mm. you can have, a, do something about this. So that's, that. my persevere always is that. And right. not because of what I'm about to say. Because mm. if I work in, in a particular uh, particular or worked on a particular subject for a longer time I have opinion uh, mm. and, and based on research and uh, my understanding yeah, of subject yeah. but I cannot control by how people will think about or say about my how I look yeah. and, uh, and do I care? Uh, you have to you, not
0: care though, yeah, yeah
1: you know. I, I always believe that you you have to reach that position you know where these things don't matter yeah. but is it good to read about those things absolutely not so you know no. when you have this uh podcast where other people have oh this man has or woman has said good or bad and everything and then this uh, if you're in a panel and then somebody said oh this uh particular um it is not is so fat or so or anything mm-hmm. you know so that that's not the commentary that i want i want to be in a. am more vo- vocal in, in in when i'm amongst friend or in a protected environment where I can speak and I understand people what they will focus on what I'm saying and not how I'm looking yeah uh, but 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 so for example uh, when you talk about the privileged male privilege um, coming from a, and I, um, just as Aisha come from the same uh, background yeah. but uh, we haven't seen uh, that sort of um, personal personalized attack on um, Mm. let's say on the male figures like the you always have seen uh, on women and starting from the Fatma Jinnah to uh, Benazir yeah, Bhutto to yeah. everybody so the females have that additional t- burden mm. and you know just you cannot And but that's not a uh, security issue that's not a uh, but that's a more of a cultural issue in mm. subcontinent you know um, and, and obviously I don't want I won't if I can if people are listening to me I want them not to think about these things yeah. but you cannot say that those those things don't affect me Um, and you know hence you know or out don't affect anybody. Anybody who will listen to you know, I mean, you know, there are things that you can tell me. That you say like, uh, you have a, you, you know, the people come and critique me about um, I speak too fast. I uh-huh. understand. I know that. Yeah. Um, can I do anything about it? <laughs> I should, but I, you know, okay. Um, but you know, that has to be a constructive criticism. And yeah. Males have this privilege where people will not talk about. Uh, nobody will tell your um. Uh, male mm. guess that they are fat or they are too dark or you know
0: that's true i i'm trying to think about it in the context of when i see celebrities talking about how they get hateful comments on instagram or twitter and stuff and i'm like but you have the virtue of being in that position means that you will hear that kind of stuff yeah. right if you've got to the point where you're invited for a podcast uh, or you're invited to speak yeah. it will have that negative impact and totally it's worse for women totally it's w- worse for women because they're told to aspire to a character image type thing but i'm like isn't that something that you have to be thick-skinned enough about because there are so many and i'm sure you get a lot of good comments as well right so like your brain like filters out those and focuses on the negative and i'm like but the 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 way you're being treated in accordance with your expertise and your competence is so much more important
1: well, so, see, I, I, you, when you have to do it, you have to do it, right? Yeah. But if you have given a choice, uh, I would probably say no. Uh, okay. But, yeah. So, you know, because uh, if I am forced to do something and I still uh, uh, get all those com- comments and, you know, it's part of the job. Yeah. But if I have given a given a choice, I can avoid it, I will avoid it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. um, but I would want to tell you this is that this is not a public thing. You know, the discrimination, the how you look mm. is real. Uh, I have, I remember, I will always remember this i was working on this project and i worked so much and you know and uh, everybody was like you know you did great things and everything and then there was a day when this project was to be shared with the government and you know government sh- supposed to announce that and i was teaching at a university and we were deciding who 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 will represent the university obviously i was supposed to go because mm. you know i worked on that and then you know my hod said uh, usko bhi bula lo koi Oh god. And and you know and it doesn't matter to me but but hmm. did, did I not uh register that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I I'm not saying that I uh it affected me and I cried. No, I didn't. Yeah. But uh I remember.
0: Right. Yes. And, and yes. so
1: so the, the point is that why would I uh, and I don't care if they are in front of me I will just probably kick them you uh-huh. know uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but the point is that you yeah. know when the anonymity of the internet gives them more power to say stuff and I'm, I'm not yeah. saying but I'm saying this This is why probably women are not willing to come on podcasts and talk about the subject Fair that they enough. teach I
0: hadn't thought about that actually
1: yeah and if they teach a classroom full of may, may, men and women mm. and you know without discrimination they can yeah. do it on the podcast as well but it's just that the anonymity will, will give uh, people power to talk about the way they look mm. uh, rather than what they are saying yeah Um, so I mean you know so we are having this conversation and people will think this is a privileged conversation Mm. Uh, these are not the representation of true representation of the problems that women are facing every day so the 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 point is that so the point is that people will criticize anyways so that's not a problem but as long as their criticism is constructive or coming from a particular point of view Mm. but nobody has a right to See I'm not a celebrity I'm not a filmmaker a personality or a drama personality I am I am not up uh, for that sort of criticism I haven't put myself out there to be uh, judged on my looks or yeah. you know uh, do you
0: I I agree with that and I understand what you what you're saying right now we are a digital yeah. world right so in order for people to hear what Sadie Zahur has to say and if you need to be on a podcast or if you need to be like out there speaking about it is that not the price you're willing to pay
1: oh well i remember the first podcast that i recorded with Aves, and we were talking and then he started uh, uh started uh, like turning on the lights and everything i was like why are you doing this I said, we have to record it. I, said, I thought we saw audio recording
0: okay okay. Uh, uh-huh. and i was
1: like um because before that, I think there were a couple of podcasts, but for some reason, I only heard the uh, uh, the audio version of yeah. it and I thought it's only audio okay, version. Okay. yeah so I was like literally taken back that yeah. you know I'm not willing to be part of this uh, like you know on the camera yeah um it's just that um so you know I want to tell you something so you know, if you tell me that you know um, uh, if you tell me that I'm ugly or I'm fat or anything, I will not be hurt, but I will hate you and I will yeah. lose a, a good person forever who's otherwise a talented person. Yes. So you understand yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. So, you I know, I you have... A, it's it And, and you know, you've, you you can't operate in isolation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, by the way, I always, uh, if you ask me the advice on the national security, you cannot have uh, too many barriers. You know, you need to collaborate with people a lot. Yeah. So, so, you know... Um, So, when I'm talking about this, I'm not talking about me personally. Uh, I'm quite thick-skinned. I'm more vocal I'm more uh, I can call out people uh, publicly so you know I don't have I don't come from that uh, place where you yeah. know I'm suffering or anything I'm crying yeah. or anything but what I'm saying is that uh, well even I think about uh, think twice before putting myself out there in public okay so yeah, yeah but so what yeah. I'm, I'm answering to you why women don't come it's right. just not yeah. that they're not competent or they're not willing to talk yeah. it's because the pressures are additional pressures mm. so you know uh, a male just have to like come to your uh, show wash their face, uh, watch their face <laughs> and come there probably other <laughs> yeah. women have to go for a blow dry yeah, and to, yeah. because they're expected to perf- uh, to look in a certain way right, yeah. so uh so that's the problem and you know th- that's uh, so, that's everyday problem yeah for- and so,
0: <laughs> but so all of this just actually takes me back to the point that how can it not have an impact on the way you look at things because so for instance when we go back to i i, I agree class is more important i actually think class is the only important thing i don't think that gen i i haven't felt like my gender has stopped me. I've actually mm. I actually feel like probably I've gotten it is, better at things because yeah. of being a woman, especially in Pakistan, because there's this yeah. era of overconnect correctness than like any other like otherwise. But I do feel like there are certain things which are so inherent to me that I'm like being a Muslim is one, right? Mm. All of like everything for me is within the four corners of being a Muslim and Islam tells me exactly what rules to do, what rules to not do. Don't do this, don't do that. And I like rules. I like having my life ordered by rules. I feel like it's incredibly important for me. I cannot look at something, even the national security issue that that you're talking about, right? Look at that purely from a, but what will my conscience say Mm. if I have killed a lot of people, if I have been the one to pull that trigger? Similarly, I feel like even if it's lower down there than everyone says, which I agree with, is not being a woman also part of that?
1: Well, I, what I'm saying is that, you know, it, it, it is, but um, for example, let's take somebody who, if, if I was not Sa'adi and Assad and everything else was the same. Yeah. Um, I would probably still be worried about uh, things that I'm worried about. Okay. Um, maybe little less about looks because people will not comment on my looks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people will not discriminate on the basis of my looks. Yeah. But see, the, my discrimination is, uh, so for example, even males uh, who look a certain way yeah. are discriminated against. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, darker yeah. people in this country, uh, people with the darker, um, you know, I don't want to get cancelled. But anybody who has like not fair uh, probably yeah. will be discriminated yeah. or, you know. So the discrimination is not that they will take the job away or, you know, You but those small things where you, for example, if you are uh, in the meeting, you um, you know, we will have a prominent position. People will ask your opinion. Mm. You know, madam, yeah. So, madam, who's more uh, prim and proper, will have a better opportunity yeah, to yeah, be yeah, uh, given the opportunity to be talked yeah, about. Yeah. So that, uh, so that's the that's. The, but but then that, that's true for males also. So you know, yeah, and I mean, you see a males. Male for, for example, I would joke men, about. So yeah, manner. So, and so men uh, and uh, you know, yeah. we we always have this. Uh, I don't know whether you can it can go through, but we also talk about Jamal, who has this like, sharp suits and you know he's always like uh, cuffs and everything. But but you know, he looks the part. Yeah, you know? yeah yeah and yeah. um well it it comes with a job i mean and, he, and then probably and the people think... and i know for a fact because i have I don't know when to talk about this. Know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know people discriminate uh, against men also if they yeah. don't look a certain yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, so they, these things are not uh, gender specific. They're not. Uh, they are more for w- women. Yeah. For sure, they are more for women. Yeah. You know, uh, but uh, and, and the intensity might be different. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, just imagine this. That You know, we, we, uh, we have uh, amazingly intelligent women and men and women coming from... Um, uh, same and balochistan and gilgit baltistan and they're amazing people yeah. amazing intellect but they have a certain excel um, and or or they speak in a certain way um, or they um, for example we have uh, or, or they, they talk about particular issues which yeah. are not mainstream issues mm-hmm. and people get annoyed Mm. uh so and, and this is for men and women both yeah. uh, women might have more issues because they are uh because they are raised in a certain way in the, in the country certain communities raise women in a certain yeah. way um and so they are more underconfident than you know their uh, male counterparts but again nobody wants to have that sort of uh, discussion about the way they look yeah. uh or or you know other things uh, or what type of car they drive or something uh, mm. all, all all of these things uh, which is um which does affect, uh, which is you, uh, you have that it subconsciously is there, yeah, uh, and you can I cannot deny that it's it's a it's a factor I, that you know. I
0: think I think also, um, I mean, we've all read the articles going around about the legal fraternity and everything and the nepotism, and I think it is really difficult. We're both lawyers, so we both come from an international background. What was re- What is really difficult is coming here and seeing women in law panels and you're like, you're all the nieces or daughters of judges or of owners of like the biggest law firms in the country. How dare you sit there and talk to people about women and tell them to work hard? I like, no, you're not allowed. <laughs> I'm sorry. No one should have allowed you to sit there and talk about that. And we have so few women, actually, that I'm like. Oh, you've risen up the ranks and i feel like maybe pakistan was more socially mobile before because people used to have these stories about oh i used to bike to this office and then i used to sleep there and i used to i worked my way up to become this that those are still they were rare but it still happened and now it's like the importance of who you know how you know them even and and how to get by it's it's so horrible in a country like this. And yet at the same time, the kids who don't have that, the education system lets them down so badly that it is incredibly hard to hire them. Yeah. It is incredibly yeah, yeah. difficult to hire them. And even even if you really want to, how much, and this is something that it goes back goes down to, how much more time are you willing to accept on your workload
1: yeah. to
0: mentor and to train people up? Yeah. Because I feel like it's a very nice idea to have in principle, Am I willing to sit there for three extra hours, edit this person's work in the hope that three years down the line, they'll be better? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. If someone was ex- and they have to be that. They have to be then exceptional. If they're coming to me from Punjab University, any of the local universities, they, they have to be. Because I know that it's going to take, I know that what they had to do to get there is much more. And they're going to be willing to work that much harder. But it's going to take me longer.
1: So um, the other
0: and it's, it's a sad reality. Yeah. So yeah. the
1: other day I was talking to my colleague and I said, what was your expectation when you first met me?
0: Mm.
1: And I said, don't lie. You didn't expect anything from me because I was a yeah. local graduate.
0: Right. And he right. laughed.
1: And I said, "Like, yeah, that's the point when you. So, so that's also an advantage. Mm. So, you know, you don't expect me to do well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and if I just uh, sort of uh, show a bit of uh, you know, uh, sort of uh, spark, mm. you will accept me more willingly because you know I will I'm surpassing your expectation okay, anyways. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so there's a, there's a uh, but that's the point, Aisha. I think uh, whether it's national security, whether it's international law, legal fraternity, the legal issues that we see every day, um, it it goes back to everything boils down to the legal ed- or education system. Mm. See. Even the gender representation, you know, earlier in the uh, roundtable, I uh, shared those statistics that... Two million more uh, girl children are outside the schools, yeah. you know, and they are yeah. not enrolled. So that's the discrimination that from the the starting point. Mm-hmm. So you know, you have less women, and then then the quality of education. So you know, I think uh, the former finance minister with the uh, smile have talked about this so much that you yeah. know, it's just the quality of education, and that's yeah. you are absolutely right. You know, for example, if if you are well educated, if you have a better language skills and better research skills and radical skills, you will do mm-hmm. the same work uh, far more faster and quicker than you know what you're yeah um, and it, it's
0: like my my mom always says that i she went to the village school and so she was like we literally used to sit underneath the tree but our teachers were amazing they taught they they gave us this love of yeah. learning and i'm like i don't know if you're a good case study because i feel like you would have you had that love of learning and you would have had that wherever you went right so like the ones who make it out of that village school are probably not a good barometer of success
1: in terms of that uh, so I I want to tell you this that uh, that's the thing for everybody who's successful despite any sort of uh, um, disadvantage to say Uh, but regardless for example you have been to Oxford right Mm. Uh, but if you stop reading after that
0: exactly so exactly.
1: Uh, yeah, so yeah. so the, the, see learning and skills are something that you can learn and see the, the, the technological advancement yeah things are changing so fast yeah. that maybe you know we we have a different sort of uh, you know s- skill set to begin with but but you know if you, if, I, if you keep on investing on in yourself uh and start keep on learning and you have that sort of curiosity about stuff you yeah can, you, so, and,
0: and the quick i feel like the I mean, I don't want to speak too much about this social media generation, but I really think it's ruined everyone's brains because it's made them incredibly Uh, narcissistic uh, and also no attention span and a desire for immediate success. And I'm like, what has TikTok done to y'all? And I remember being a kid and and like little things. You had to, if you were watching a TV show, you had to sit through five minutes of words, Yeah. Right. You'd learn boredom. You learn, learn delayed gratification. You learn all of these things that later on you can be like, okay, I, you feel different somehow. This next generation feels very different to me to the point that I'm like, what happened? And I'm like, this is it. Instant gratification, instant dopamine hits. And yet like your mental health is all down here. You're... You know, you're not doing anything really, and and yet you you're very entitled. You want the moon. Why are you wanting the moon at this stage? Who told you you would get it? (laughs) No, (laughs) who
1: told you this? That's the point, Aisha. Regardless of your circumstances, yeah, uh, your privileges. Uh, everybody has to work hard so for example you uh you went to the particular schools you have been to you have an a-level student rather than fsc student you have uh, been to a local good local Mm. university or international university Uh, you have these opportunities uh, where you have the uh, work with the best of the world uh, regardless of your circumstances yeah and i'm not taking away that you know all these things do help. But if somebody who has all these things and still not working hard... Yeah. I remember this one particular young kid who went to Harvard Mm. and he said, I don't read books. I just go and find their summaries on Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. And that was the last time I think I talked to him. Uh, Because, see, if, if... all the education mm. has taught you this, mm. that you don't read books and just read the summary so that you can have, uh, hold a social conversation. Yes, That's the yeah. problem. So yeah. in, in case, in comparison, if there is a kid who has been to, let's say, a local university, um, a law you know, school and has the appetite to read yeah. and might not be the best in terms of, uh, you know, vocabulary and language skills, but has his ideas and has his analytical skills, mm. I will still hire him because, you yeah. know, and, and see, um, if you if you re- read good, uh, you know garbage in, garbage out. You know if you read best of the uh, so with the media, social media now you can interact with the best of scholars in the world. Yeah, you can yeah. ask them for their articles which are otherwise hidden by the paywall. You could. Yeah.
0: Uh, so
1: so th- th- there are opportunities as yeah. well. So the, everything with the LinkedIn or social media, everything you know, they have given us opportunities as well. Uh, oh, but, but the but point is,
0: expensive and they shouldn't be. Yeah. And like you go and you're just like, do I want to spend three thousand rupees yeah.
1: on this book? Yeah. Yeah. But but. Uh, but that sort of uh, you. Ha- so see, uh, when I was uh, starting as a my first job as a teacher, uh, I joined the university, and I remember my uh, my uh, supervisor, my LLM supervisor, said to me that you know the best thing is always to have your own community, mm. and and that's something that you know has helped me in my work in um, national security as well. So uh, uh, as an academic, you have like five months, six months in a year to write an article to have a peer yeah. review and everything but you don't have uh, but when you are in the national security any sort of national security job you don't have time mm. there are things which are urgent and you know you have to ride and give input you need the skill but you need yeah. the support also yeah. so you have that community so uh if 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 so and the community teaches you a lot uh, mm. so for example you know if 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 you are really concerned about what I'm doing you will probably tell me never do this uh, it like this mm. and you improve that yeah. and if I'm smart enough I will just pick that from there
0: yeah
1: uh, you know so um, you, sh- you have the, as i say there's shared resources there's a shared knowledge also mm. so you know if i cannot read a book but i know somebody who has read that book or probably i know that he would have read this book i'll call them and you know ask them um, to give me the feedback yeah. input yeah. because i don't have time right now to to, to read that book Right
0: mm-hmm. so, And and those um, networks, and networks, it's so, so much more with men than women, I, I, really. I, I,
1: yeah. Absolutely. I remember this, uh, uh, there's a vice chancellor of the F- uh, Fatma Jinnah University. Um, she once said that, you know, um, whenever they're a vice chancellor's group uh, and whenever the H C sends us a notification, a male uh, vice chancellor will start, will pick up the call and call the other vice chancellor and say, right, What will be right, the, right. our strategy? And the female will be so uh uptight, they will never mm, call uh, okay, and a yeah. colleague, fe- male on female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said that, you know, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And always pick up the call and, you know, mm-hmm. ask people. Yeah. Uh, and talk enough. to people. Yeah, yeah, And, you know, you probably, you know, it's a trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, you know, um, as an academic, um, I'm in mean, a harshest critic of uh, RSIL and yeah, and, and on, on, <laughs> uh, yeah. but uh, so you know <laughs> you know this uh, Henry Kissinger hmm. famously said that you know university politics is vicious because the stakes are so low uh, <laughs> yes. and but when, when it comes okay. to national security cannot be petty
0: right so you know if, right. if
1: i know that aisha has that skill and mm-hmm. she's the best person to do this yeah, yeah. and uh, so i have to call you
0: yeah
1: regardless of my personal equation with mm-hmm. you um and then the ability to see that for example sadia has this problem but this strength yeah and i can ignore this right now and i can work on this mm-hmm. so in my personal life i'm very petty uh and i'm huh. very uh, uh you know um revengeful probably uh, <laughs> uh, but, but when it comes to my work be,
0: spite uh, is the biggest motivator yeah but, but when it comes to
1: work I will yeah. call anybody who uh, I think can contribute so you know right. you cannot hold this against people because it's not about you mm. this is not about your job this is about yeah. a country yeah so uh, but but regardless of the national security when I but was everything
0: uh, in Pakistan functions on personal enmities and friendships like nobody thinks yeah. like this so no but, I don't even know if I think like this to be honest I'm so personal everything is personal to me <laughs> no, no but but
1: i tell you why you can't can't take it uh, as a person mm. personal capacity i mean I, my only point is that if i know there's somebody is a known harasser no. uh, the harassment charges have been proven yeah. against them i would try to keep my distance yeah. other than that even if i when i talk to people uh, who i would not listen to for a moment in my personal capacity mm. but beca- because you have to be inclusive yeah. see the national secure th- that's a problem aisha um, if once you know that you know your opinion matters to national security, you will give me your best, mm. right? Because yeah. that that because unlike uh, other jobs that you do, uh, public service has this advantage that you are doing uh, work for. See, it's very underpaid. Yeah. In comparison to, let's like, say, sort of working in, a, in, a, in a, a top-notch corporate firm, or, or yeah, most, um, so, uh, but you have to bring back that prestige, and prestige comes from the quality of work yeah. and the importance of that work. Yeah. And and to make my work important and good enough, I need to have the best of the opinion of everybody. I have to listen to, for example, Kashmir. I think everybody thinks that uh, Kashmir is some issue that you know is work or isolation. The policy is work on isolation, but I know for a fact that. I, I was telling this to um in, in a, I just mentioned this in a, in a round table a few days back I said anybody who had anything to do with international law if they were even a prominent student hmm. I called them hmm. I made them part of the uh, you know discussion and regardless of their ideas they were uh, incorporated yeah. and then but the hash later on you know whether they're making sense or not but uh, but everybody got anybody and 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 and, and then again um For sure, I have a community Mm. that I went outside. I asked people uh, to, you know, suggest names and, you know, work. But obviously, I'm not saying that, you know, I have the reach. I, I, I work in so, so many diverse fields that I have a, a lot of yeah. uh, connections. But yeah. still, there might be some people I've missed. I'm not saying that, you know, um, every but but anybody who, in my opinion, my knowledge or the knowledge of my uh, circle was uh, important enough or has the say or has worked on Kashmir has been contacted mm. uh, and, and uh, the. So the point is that you need to have that community to uh, to support your work and, and then to support their work also. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. it's a two-way street. You know, I cannot kept on asking people for help mm. and then don't give uh, them any support. Yeah. So, you know, you because the government also have this um, unique perspective or, you know, unique insight onto events. Mm. Uh, and you share the, if given the that it's uh, allowed, you know, in, in public domain, you know. But the point is that until, unless you have the uh, good quality education, mm. Uh, which is important. And yeah. for that, you yeah. cannot rely on foreign universities. You have to make sure that your local schools, uh, law schools, uh, and schools generally mm-hmm. um, are well-equipped. And, and you know, your, when you're quoting your mother's example, it's never about, uh, you know, so we are so brick and mortar uh, nation that, you know, we have to have a huge building. Yeah. You know, and HSC have these rules that, you know, you have this much of acre of land and yes. this much of students. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. Long, so what is important is your faculty.
0: Exactly,
1: and your yeah. uh, students who are willing to study, and you yeah. you have to yeah. have some criteria, some standards of mm. education. Um, um, see, if you have a Oxford professor teaching somebody who doesn't even understand uh, the language, mm. you will never have a, a quality conversation. Yeah, you so you know, so yeah. you know when people talk about you know, so um, there's a friend of mine who has been to and, um has now and had got his degree from Europe, and now is teaching in a public sector university, mm. and uh, I said people don't want to read. So, like you have been to this uh, bubble of Pakistani elite where they never know. uh, uh, Because when somebody has forty-five percent of marks in FSC Mm. and they are now in the university, they are Mm. not there to you know put an extra hard work to read hundred pages or fifty pages. So the quality of education has to improve, Mm. and then this um, so that sort of community. Um, yeah. whether it's national security strategic community international relations or international law mm. um, i for a fact that uh, you know been a very i was the only person working in an international law i never have resources or uh to you know hire people or anything or mm. to or to have other uh, sort of support so um, the community has helped uh, yeah. whether there are corporate lawyers uh, whether they're top-notch um, people who work on, um, you know, um, treaties or you know, um, you name anything, you know, mm. people have been there and they supported our work, and hence we were able to uh, contribute because it's not possible. Because see, state will hire like let's say ten lawyers and fifteen lawyers, but. You need more people, you know. So imagine yeah. the, there are hundred lawyers in uh, in State Department, mm. probably, you know, and there are three hundred people in National Security, That's the thing. and, yes. the, um, and many of them are. Yeah. Them? yeah. So yeah. if you want to even put a fight yeah. or you know put a face in a uh, you know, so you need a support. Yeah. And government will not hire t- tens and thousands mm. of people, you know, they, and in fact they need to um, reduce the size of the, uh, the government. Uh, but then, then, then comes the community. Mm. But the community then needs, uh, you know, if you are supporting my work, what will you uh, want if not remuneration? Yeah,
0: yeah, so, that's. So, the thing. so that's, yeah. that's a system
1: that has to be developed. But yes, the quality 100%. of education, the support of the people. You, when you are working, I should support you, and 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 ultimately that opens away. And and that's why the the instant gratification, uh, money is important. Mm. Skills are far more important.
0: Yes,
1: uh, and and yeah. um. Again, this comes from a place of privilege. I'm saying if some, you have to feed uh, five children or siblings or parents, uh, obviously you will have a different consideration. Yeah. But um, whenever you have an opportunity, um, so even today, uh, I'm enrolled in a language class. I'm enrolled in a professional course uh, and competitive professional courses, not those uh, open, uh, you know, courses, which are still great uh, yeah, if you're doing yeah, that. You're building you, your skill. Yeah. It's not because I'm forced to do that, mm-hmm. but because I uh, I want to do that because okay. whatever yeah. I'm doing, I have to take a next step uh, professionally. And it's not, it doesn't mean that I have to do, a, uh, find another job or something. But if yes, you, if you yeah. want, keep on improving, but yeah, that's important. Yeah.
0: And that's why... And, and sometimes that does mean foregoing things yeah in in the favor of that down the line yeah, yeah.
1: so so for example if you are not privileged enough uh, to be to have your undergrad from oxford or let's say harvard mm. um but if you get an opportunity to do your llm uh, yeah. from you, you, yeah. you apply for scholarships now that you have a certain amount of knowledge and you know um, know how so so whatever you have for example you cannot still not afford llm probably you can afford a, a executive course or something mm. and maybe you when working, you are working apply for scholarships and you know so so uh, Disadvantages are there, but is there a way out? Yes, there's a way out. Mm. Is, is it is uh, it available to everybody? No, uh, yeah. you all even the scholarships and everything. It's it's. it's but uh, when you talk about your mother, is a great example. Yeah. Not that you can see the isolation. Yeah, that is how people progress. Uh, you know, yeah. see yeah. when you. Um, tea shows its true color and boiling water you know the Mm -hmm. famously when you're forced to do something
0: Um,
1: and remember when you come from there's a there's a sometimes there's a burden of expectations and i'm always very happy that nobody expects anything from me my parents and anybody so you know i think that gives me a lot of um, space for experimentation Mm -hmm. and you know maneuvering so you know uh, some things might work you never know uh and you know you can aspire for bigger things they might, it, might, it might never work but huh. well, what's the what's the bad uh, what's bad about dreaming big
0: exactly, exactly and working
1: towards that you know I don't are going to be a teacher
0: ISI chief <laughs> that's a really great note to end yeah. on thank you so much for joining us today I think that this was a very candid and very uh, nice discussion thank you so much for watching and we hope you'll tune in for future episodes